how you or your kid getting good grades can put money in your pocket on this episode. You're listening to Little Debbie, a bite-sized version of the podcast, Upcycling with Deb. I'm your host, Deb Colometta. I wrote a number one best-selling book called Best Offer, Best Life, and it teaches you how to leverage online yard sales to get the wealth that you want. I hope you'll get your free downloadable guide on my website, thedebsite.com. I recently recorded an episode of Little Debbie where I helped people with this hack or a strategy for getting better grades in school. But since then, I've curiously enough, I've noticed that a few people have posted things like, well, grades don't matter and we shouldn't be putting the pressure of higher grades on our kids. And I totally get that. But actually, as somebody who's always loved studying and I've been such a nerd my whole life, I take issue with people undermining the importance of studying and doing well in school. Full disclosure, one of the reasons why I did this was because through virtual learning, I was getting a unique opportunity to witness what unfolds in a classroom. I know what goes on in my online environment, but this is the first time I've really had that opportunity to be a fly on the wall, uh, whether I want to be or not. Because of course, since we do have a smaller house, I can hear everything that the teachers are saying because my son has his school Chromebook opened at the kitchen table. I don't think this should be an external pressure. The kids have enough pressure more than ever these days. In fact, I grew up in a house where my parents put zero pressure, zero, not in grade school, not in high school, not in college. They loved me very much. They supported me in every way, but they did not put the expectation on me to get good grades because they knew that I would always try my hardest. In fact, I'd often call my parents from Syracuse and I'd say, oh, mom, I got an A on this paper. My mom would make a big enough deal out of it, of course, but she would always joke or half joke and say, I just want to make sure you're not too busy studying and that you have some time to have some fun while you're there. (laughs) I mean, how awesome is that? Could I get any luckier to have those parents? Maybe she felt like they didn't have to like pressure me into good grades. So I had the opposite where I was really driven and self-motivated to get those good grades. I was at a a meeting recently and a parent there who's also a good friend made a great point. The kids in pandemic have really two feedback mechanisms here in their lives. One is from school and one is from home. And that's pretty much it. So if you are a parent, hopefully you're doing your job by providing a safe place for them to be. But in the school, it's a little bit different. The mechanism that they have is grades. If it's not in a fair way that they're assessed, or it's a different way, or they're not being able to meet with the teacher in person or explain themselves, it can be very difficult. For example, I know of kids who have the right ideas, they know the answers to the questions, but trying to get it from their brain into the computer is something they struggle with. And therefore, because it's all filtered through the computer, they suffer from poor grades. They look at the poor grades and if they don't have the parents actively saying, hey, that's not a reflection of who you are, then they feel really bad about themselves. So my point in offering a a little crash course on how to get good grades isn't because I think 
grades are the most important or the only criteria for judging your success in school or your level of intelligence. But I want to make sure that if kids want good grades, that they have a fighting chance at getting it. And yes, there are some ways to do that. So I want you to check out that episode. But here I promised to explain a little bit more about why good grades can help you get money in your pocket. Why focus on improving grades? Aren't we now a culture of ribbons just for participation? Because I grew up in a working class family without an athletic bone or muscle in my body. Good grades were my only chance for scholarship money. And good grades are sometimes how scholarships are awarded. Scholar scholarships. I know that when I got married to Ray, I realized after we had walked down the aisle that I was marrying him and his six figures of student loan debt. Six figures. Okay. So we did pay that down, thank God, but it was very difficult and it was more than the cost of our mortgage. That's one of the reasons why we are in a smaller house, because we wanted to be able to pay that off and be able to afford that and not have night sweats because, you know, our mortgage and our student loan bill combined was way more than our our paycheck, it felt. Having a smaller house kind of helped us keep our finances truly in check and manageable. My parents, thankfully paid for my schooling. But by getting good grades in school, I actually put money back in their pocket. And here's why. Number one, when I went to Syracuse, I loved that they actually offered me money because I had a great GPA. Syracuse is an extremely competitive school, and it certainly was when I was going there. I applied early admissions to one of the most competitive programs at Syracuse, Newhouse School of Communications. I was able to get in early, not just because of my extracurricular activities, but because I had gotten good grades at school. When they're evaluating thousands of applicants, that was their metric that I would probably be doing okay in their program. They wanted to reserve that for students who were able to compete and do well in that program. I think the moment my mom was like, yeah, we're definitely on board with her going to Syracuse is because we were sitting at a a new prospective student orientation. And they said, if you have a GPA of 3.5 or higher at your school, you automatically get a certain amount of money. And we did. So by getting good grades, I was able to get tax-free money taken off the total of my Syracuse tuition bill. I think it was something like they guaranteed $4,000 per year. So that was $16,000 of tax-free money that I was able to get from my parents. How would I have earned that kind of money tax-free? That might have been the equivalent of $22,000 that I would have had to earn at a summer job. That almost would have been impossible for me. My mom actually got a full-time job to be able to pay for that tuition payment, you bet that was important to me to be able to contribute in that way. Another way good grades helped us financially when I was in high school was that I was able to take AP classes, advanced placement. So because my grades were good enough, I was able to get into these classes and study in those classes. And then I took the AP exam and was able to skip those classes in college because I got the equivalent of college credit. And as we all know, each college credit is many thousands of dollars. By 
not having to take those particular classes and being able to translate them into college credit, that's college credits that my parents did not have to pay for. I had one less class to study for, especially in the beginning of my time at Syracuse, which helped me to transition better to college life because I wasn't like stressed out trying to do all these crazy difficult classes. I was able to do a full course workload, but not so challenging while I was trying to get used to being fully on my own at school. Having that off my plate definitely translated into a better overall college experience and money in my pocket and my parents' pocket as well. I was able to dedicate more time to studying if I wanted and ease up a little bit, have a little bit more free time and less homework because I didn't have that fifth class for every single term. And my grades were better in college. And when my grades were better in college, it looks better on the resume. And guess what? Because my grades were good in college, I was able to apply for some scholarships while I was in college, thus getting more money. So I understand the argument that grades shouldn't matter and it's only one metric for success. But the fact of the matter is when you are paying for your own way or your parents are having to foot the bill and you're not getting any kind of assistance other than what you earn from your paycheck, you have to take every advantage you can get. And good grades is one way to battle back, not to mention the good education you might get if you strive for those good grades, which involves studying, doing the work, and trying to understand the material. While in this pandemic, I think everybody's grades are probably taking a nosedive. And it's that's a topic for another podcast, I guess. But I'm trying to help you to understand why I want to give you the edge with the grades and how it can translate to money in your pocket. Thanks for listening to this episode of Little Debbie, a bite-sized version of the podcast Upcycling with Deb. I'm your host, Deb Colometta. You can reach me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Deb Colometta. I hope you'll get your free downloadable guide on my website, thedebsite.com.